It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and a huge welcome to this week's episode of Gina Gardner and Friends. My friend today is a very special man. He's an entertainer, he's a traditional country singer, and he's got a beautiful voice. And during the show, we're actually going to listen to two of his records. His name is Jimmy Parker, and I am absolutely thrilled to be able to welcome him onto my show. Thank you very much, Gina. It's an honor to be with you today. Oh, thank you for coming. So before we get started, please share your story. How have you come to be an entertainer and what have you been up to in the music world? Well, you know, it, uh, I guess it's like with a lot of entertainers, you know, they start at a young age, you know, they play, learn to play piano, take lessons, or they'll pick up a guitar and start working on it. And the next thing you know, they're playing in bands. Well, that kind of happened with me. Um, I started playing piano at six years old. My mom and dad noticed some talent, so they gave me lessons for like four years. And then when I was about 13, uh, years old, I went out on a camping trip with the Boy Scouts, and this guy had a guitar, and we all got in the tent. It was a cold winter night, you know, it was snowing outside. Goodness, under canvas in and, the window. Yeah, so we, we were like in the tent, you know, and had a little bit of a lantern type thing to help keep us warm, and we didn't get to head it open where the, the, the uh, smoke could go out of the tent, but... Uh, you know, we had a poker game going, and we, I had like 25 pennies, you know, and I lost my 25 cents. And I sat over there, and I looked, and I said, this guy's got a guitar. And he had a Beatles book, too, and it showed how to play the chords on the guitar. So I worked all night long while they were playing poker. I was doing that when they finished the game. I was actually doing the song, All My Love, 
from the Beatles. Isn't so I played that, you know. And then I went from there and I learned, you know, hey, this guitar is a lot easier to carry around than a big upright piano. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I got in the band. I played all the way through high school. And uh, it just carried on over through my college years. I played, you know, some music. I didn't have bands back then, but I played some music, you know. And then I went into the Army and played music around the world with them. And, uh, you know, not necessarily that was my occupation in the Army, but it was my spare time thing that yep. I did. I also picked up a little bit of acting jobs when I was in the Army. But it that's how it grew into that. And uh, after I got out of the Army, I just pursued music. And I knew I had to survive, so I got a job teaching that was when I moved to Nashville, Tennessee in 1990, and I finally retired from teaching, and and that gave me the uh, ability or the, the, the time then to really pursue my music, and I've been going ever since. You know, it's interesting, isn't it, how when we can, we can work doing our passion, how I think the quality of life changes. I want to ask you, what does music mean to you? Music is part of me. Um, you know, it's expression. Uh, it's feeling. Um, it makes me happy. It makes me sad. I always like to say, um, I love sad songs because they make me happy. You know, <laughs> uh, you know. And, and that's uh, a lot of singers will tell you that if the if you ask them, and, and, and sometimes, but but I've always heard that a long time ago. I said, sad songs make me happy. So when I sing them, and, and, and you know, and I've got the right emotion behind them, I've got my heart in it, not my mind, but my heart yeah. in the song as I'm singing it, I'm noticing these people in the audience that are listening, and uh, they're actually believing what I'm singing, and that's, that's a very uh, important uh, aspect of being an entertainer is being able to touch the audience with your with your work with your performance. We're going to listen to a couple of your songs during the show, um, and in a moment we're going to listen to uh, "Live Before I Die," which is one of your songs. But when we come back after the break, I wanted to explore with you the whole theme of that every song has a story. Well. Every one of your songs has a story because there are quite a few songs right. where it's hard to find the story. And I believe that every person has a story. So we're going to explore that when we return after the break. But before we do, I want you to listen to Live Before I Die. And I'm sure, like me, you're going to really enjoy it. Don't go away. See you after the song and after the break. I want to spend these precious days With those that I hold dear Live in the moment And let go of my fears I want to dance to the music Each and every day Hold on to the feeling Before it slips away I want to live before I die I want to laugh until I cry 
I want to spread my wings and fly Soar across the sky I want to live before I die I'm gonna stand on a hilltop With open arms I will sing I'll reach for the heavens And touch the angels' wings A lifetime's gone in a minute Won't let the world pass me by And if I get knocked to the ground I'll stand tall again and try I want to laugh until I cry I want to spread my wings and fly Soar across the sky I want to live before I die I want to laugh until I cry I want to spread my wings and fly Soar across the sky I want to live before I die I want to live before I die I want to laugh until I cry I want to spread my wings and fly Soar across the sky, I want to live before I die. I want to live before I die. I want to laugh until I cry. I want to spread my wings and fly. Soar across the sky, I want to live before I die. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Wow, that was amazing. Thank you so much. You well, talk about every song has a story, or every one of the songs that, that you sing has a story. Talk to me about why that's so important to you. Well, uh, to me, um, I like to sing songs with stories to them. Um, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, a singer sometimes is a storyteller. And um, what, what, what is important to me is that I can feel what I want to sing so that it comes truthfully from my heart. 
And um, if it's something that I have experienced, that's even more feeling that I can put into it. Now, sometimes I will get a song that I haven't had that experience before, but I know the songwriter, for example, um, the next song you're going to play of mine, the, the You Never Know song, one of the songwriters went through that, and I know him. So I, I can feel his, his emotion, and I can put it in, inside of me to put out. Yeah. But uh, that's what story songs are. They're feelings, they're emotions. They, they grab you, you know, grab your attention. And uh, you, you want to hear the whole song because you want to know how it ends. It has, a, you know, sometimes it has a sad ending. Sometimes it has a happy ending. But that's how story songs work. You know, some songs aren't story songs. They're just basically a melody. And they have a certain line that is repeated over and over and all that. And that's great, too. But that's just not me. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to tell a story with my songs, even if it's a fast one or a slow one. You know, I find it really interesting. I use music um, a lot with my clients to wow. help them get in touch with their feelings yeah. or to help them manage their feelings. And it's a very personal, isn't it, subjective thing about which songs resonate with us and, and which songs um, have that, that, that ability to take us back in time or to take us out of a particular mood and cheer us up or to calm us down. For you, when you were growing up, what, which songs really resonated with you? Can you remember which songs had a particular meaning for you? Well, you know, uh, the All My Lovin', that, that the Beatles song, the first one I learned, you know, I, I'd heard the Beatles sing that. That's in that Beatles book that he had with the guitar chords yeah. and everything on it. I saw, found that song. I said, I love that song. I want to learn to play it. So I, and not only that, I learned how to do the chords, you know. Yeah. It was a long night, but I learned it. Yeah. But, you know, songs like that. And then, uh, of course, I got into the rock category after that, you know, the old, kind of you know, moving into my teenage years and high school years where we did uh, Beach Boys, for example, uh, out of California. The Beach Boys, they had some awesome songs. California Girls, you know, um, indeed, indeed. In My Room, um, Surfing USA. You know, that, and a lot of that was story songs. They were telling you a little story in them. Uh, then I moved on, and then finally one day, I listened to an album called The Outlaws by Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Jesse Coulter, and, um, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the fourth guy, but um, it'll probably come to me. But that changed me right there. Those songs on that album that were country you know it went in, and it was kind of like a wayland country because it was his style um changed me and I've, I've been that particular country ever since and i you know i still look for those type of songs that have have a feeling into them and and and, and stories and all so isn't that interesting how listening or one event a, a song or an experience can change the direction of your life exactly exactly and, you know i work with lots of people and and everybody has a story to tell and that story is one that is unique to them and yet the common threads of stories 
you know, broken relationships, um, somebody achieving uh, something despite their difficulties. You know, there are so many common stories which are rich pickings, aren't they, for country songs? Oh, yes. You can find any country song. You can find one about love. You can find one about hate. You can find one about getting together. You can find one about breaking up, uh, death, life, everything is in, in country songs. And I'm not saying that it's not in other songs either, but, uh, but, but the true country songs are actually are very truthful about life. You know, positive or negative is very truthful about life. I think that's one of the things that I enjoy about listening to country music is that they, there seems to be a real authenticity behind Very them. authentic, yes. Um, and you talked about, you know, uh, approaching a song with real heart. Um, and I think for me, that's certainly one of the things that, that makes it feel very personal. And I think that's really powerful. Exactly. Now, we're going to go for another break, and we've got the delight of another of your songs. It's called okay. You Never Know. So I hope you're going to enjoy it. I'm sure you are. But please don't go away. Come back after the break, because we're not quite finished yet. So, You Never Know by Jimmy Parker. He kissed his wife at gate number five, headed on another red-eye flight. Told her he'd be back on the night And they'd find the time To take the kids out on the coast Do the things that really matter most But he won't be coming home This time Guess you never know You never know In this here today and gone tomorrow So don't be fighting with your brother Tell your mama that you love her And hold your woman tight And don't let go Cause you never know So I took my own advice and I held my woman tight I cry about my brother's life nearly every night I think about our year-long grudge mama begged me to call him up what I wouldn't give to go back cause you never know no, you never know In this Here today And gone tomorrow So don't be fighting with your brother Tell your mama that you love her Hold your woman tight And don't let go Man, tomorrow ain't a promise Call them up tonight And 
and let it go. Cause you never know. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. What a treat that was. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. You're very welcome. So, Jimmy, talk to me about how when you taught other people, was that teaching music or were you teaching another subject? I was a high school teacher. I taught physical education and uh, health, and and that was, uh, you know, I even got a master's degree in educational leadership, but I never did get into the administrative work. I just stayed stayed the, uh, like a teacher for the students, and 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 uh, uh, I wasn't tough on my students, but I was firm and. And, and made them do their work, you know, and hopefully that they would learn from it. And I've got students, uh, since I retired from uh, teaching back in 2012, I got former students today that, that uh, on my Facebook page that message me said, Oh, Mr. Parker, I'll never forget you were one of the greatest teachers I've had or something like that, you know, and I, I, I said, thank you so much. But, um, and it, it, you know, it, it was just—it's just part of life, you know. Uh, being a health teacher and all, uh, actually, it, it helped me because I could stay healthy. I learned the—I <laughs> learned the aspects of staying healthy, and I may not look like it, but I mean, <laughs> but, I, but I, I, I learned the aspects, you know, diets and mentally thinking and all those things like that, you know. To, to keep myself healthy so I can continue to do what I love to do, which is music and sometimes acting. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? You know, my background is I was a principal for 20 years and I, I was a class teacher for 10 years before that. And, you know, being a model for your students, actually modeling the behaviors that you want them to demonstrate, I think is really important. I also think it's important for leaders. Uh, the whatever aspect of your life, you know, being genuine, you know, do as I do rather than do as I say, for me is really, really important. I know that you um, are still very busy in the music industry. What's your dream? You know, there's still a lot of life in, in the old dog yet, if you don't mind me saying so. So <laughs> what is it you want to do still? What's there still that you're really keen to do? Well, first off, I'd like to say about the dreams. Dreams are meant for chasing. Okay. They are meant for chasing. And so uh, without hesitation, I, I keep going. You know, uh, you know, do I feel like I'm going to be a big time entertainer or something, you know, on the marquee and drawing 50,000 fans? No, I don't, I, I don't overplay it. You know, uh, back in the early days, yes, I wanted to be a, a big-time record uh, label star and stuff like that. But the more I kept doing it, I said, you know what? Quit thinking about and putting yourself on the pedestal rather than 
just do your thing and let it happen. And, um, and that's, that's how I did. I, you know, I just did my thing. This is what I'm going to do. If they want me, they know where I am. And I'm not going to chase them and their dreams because they might not even open the door. And when I first moved to Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, I was downtown on 16th Avenue, which is a big place. Back Really back then, they were all over the place. I, I knocked on doors. And every time a door opened, there was a latch for the back door to walk out. <laughs> so... But I did have a uh, period of time where I had to get out of music and I was out for six years. That was because of my wife's health. Oh, and um, after she passed in 2003, that's when I made a decision to get back into music because I missed it so much. And, you know, I'm not saying I didn't miss her, but, but I had to give it up for her health, you know, to take care of. But uh, when I got back into music, I said, I've got one of two choices, play their game or do it my way. And I went the second way. And that's where I, where I say, if they wanted me, they can find me because they'll know where I'm at. Because believe me, if you're out there making noise, somebody is going to hear you. And uh, they either like you or they don't. But that you can't, don't let that get to your head. You know, I tell all these young entertainers, just get out there and do it because you love it. And I said, if you don't love it, it ain't going to happen for you. It, it's it's going to, you know, you got to love what you're doing. And that's me. I think that's a huge lesson for everybody to take on board, whether you're talking about music or art or dance or, in my case, helping people become empowered and become enlightened leaders whether you're a gardener, whether whatever it is, if you can do what you really enjoy and what you love, then it never feels like work. That's right. But, but I also think that the, one of the lessons that you're offering people there is there's many people who think that the be-all and end-all is to be a celebrity. And in doing so, they almost sell their soul. They'll do anything in order to be noticed, and they stop being them. Absolutely. And I think being true to yourself is a really important part of learning to live your best life. I, I agree with you. And, and, you know, and I'll add to what I said. You know, I had three opportunities. I had three meetings with record labels, big time record labels, people that got me into a meeting to possibly sign with. And uh, two of them, basically, they said I was too country at that time because country music was starting to change over yeah. so i was too country so i got up and of course one of them i told him i said well thank you very much he said well what are you thanking me for i said for still knowing what country music is supposed to sound like <laughs> you know, if I'm too country then you know what it sounds like but anyway uh, the, the third one was a, a different type of story but uh, it was a guy that was going to help me get signed, but he went into the hospital and uh, he passed away before he could get out and help me. And he could have done it because he he could have done it. I, I'll say, won't say no more about that. But anyway, you know, I just continued to do it myself, you know, and I said, like I said, if they like me, they could find me and uh, we'll talk. <laughs> but at my age now, 
I still do it because I love it. I travel. This past summer, I'm 73 years old. Goodness. And this past summer, I traveled over 8,000 miles performing okay. different places. Goodness me. Well, you know, it's been a joy having you on the show. Thank you so much and for sharing your music too. Um, we're very proud to be members of B1G1, Buy One, Give One. Um, it's an organisation that has projects all the way around the world, all sorts of projects to help people who are really struggling and to help the environment. And I invite all of my guests to choose one of four projects and we will donate on your behalf. If you're out there and you're a business owner, it's a really great way to make giving part of your marketing. You could be helping people at the same time. And, you know, if you are listening, please encourage other people to listen because we donate free meals to people who would otherwise be hungry um, based on the number of, of people who listen to the show. So the four projects at the moment are clean water, feeding the hungry, education, and there is a project for young people in the Ukraine. Which of those four would you like us to donate to on your behalf? I like to do the feeding the hungry because I, you know, I hate seeing homeless people and and things like that. And and I give to the uh, rescue mission here in in Nashville. So uh, I think I would like to you know, have have my name with the uh, feed the hungry. So a donation will be going uh, uh, on your in your name um, to B One G One. Well, thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. So, Jamie, thank you very much um, for joining me. Thank you as listeners for joining me. You know, I'd love to know your story. I'd love to know how your life is going and whether there is a story that would be right for the show. So please do email me at Gina, G-I-N-A, at Gina Gardiner and Friends. And Gardiner is G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R. So that's Gina at Gina Gardner and Friends. And thank you so much for joining me. Please join me on the next show. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.